good we're on welcome back to the mug off baby we're back in the studio as usual do you like that intro tom i have always had a bit of an issue with the intro that you do and i think i raised it maybe the first time that i appeared on this podcast my issue is that you talk about the episode before it's even occurred as if it's a red hot one that's good i'm just confident I, I understand that, but it doesn't really make sense. You kind of say it as if it's already occurred, but it hasn't yet occurred, and it frustrates me yeah. every My single My lawyer, time. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here, though. Fantastic to be here. But you asked me a question. We are joined in the studio by what I hope will be a red-hot episode. Is that better, yeah. mate? That's what I want to yes. hear. You got Jerry. You got Doug. And we are joined in the studio by Tom Cashman and Rowan Arneal. Thank yes, you. filling in for the mighty as up there in Brisbane at the NADOC Awards. Nice. Two tall boys just staring down a bong before a podcast. Being <laughs> like, don't do it, mate. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Is he nominated for something? Uh, no, he's running the whole fucking thing. He's running an award tonight? Yeah, he wrote all the like the monologues and the scripts, oh, the sketches. Right. He's like on field with a fucking headset being like, okay, let's go to this. Like, Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, he's like Alfie Langer out there on the field. <laughs> Sort of, yeah. Yeah, the little general. If he was like, instead of passing a, a ball around, he was. Uh, no, nah, but Alfie Lane is, he's still out there now, not playing, just in the players' ears, telling them what to do. What? Yeah, he's still out there. He's like a water boy or a trainer. This might be oh. a fever dream of yours. Yeah. No, he's definitely still out there because there's other like opposition teams have been like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> he can't be doing that. I thought for a second you were saying that every NRL player wears an earpiece. And I was like, that has <laughs> no, fundamentally no. changed my yeah. uh, position on the sport. <laughs> I'm going to watch way more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now that I know that every player has an earpiece. Yeah. Some, of them <laughs> wear a, left, right. some of them wear a GPS, but that's about it. Okay, on the little bras. Yeah. I've seen those. They should some of them refer- refuse to, to wear them. They should they keep them on. Don't take them off after the, training the game. Bras. Let's just track them at all times, <laughs> just for safety. <laughs> for the community's sake, let's just always track <laughs> AFL and NRL players. Yeah, Don't they, take them off. They think it's for fitness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, oh, we're just checking the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen oh, if you're getting your steps in in the off-season. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many of you in a cubicle. You're getting a zap. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have um, you, you have a very one of my favourite NRL stories, and so we can bleep the player's name. But um, you were at a funeral with an NRL player. Oh, that's uh, I don't give a shit about Watmo. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Watmo at the tip last year when I was at Garba. I was like, Watmo, we're back. <laughs> yeah, I was my um, I was at my cousin's wake, and um, it was like a young, an alcohol related death, mm. and I was like twelve and. A hero of mine, Anthony Watmo, was there from Seagulls. Seagulls forever. Um, and he was holding this big bottle of Jack Daniels and he turned to me and he was like, oh, I'm going to drink this all for Josh. <laughs> oh, at the wake, at like 2 p.m.? <laughs> no, it, it had kicked on a little bit okay. later, but like not so late that uh, an 11-year-old wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> And my dad saw it and took me aside and said, by the way, he's a complete fucking loser and never act like that in your life. And I was like, oh, okay, try it. copy. Nice. <laughs> True. And, and you hero, kept so. your promise to your dad till this day. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm currently winking. <laughs> no, the, the hard thing about being a Manly Seagulls fan is that at some stage you're going to be in Manly and you're going to be drunk. And they're going to be there as well. <laughs> and you're just going to have to put your hand up and be like, I'm not seeing the way they're acting. I love them still. It's all yep. good. It's all good. Literally last year, Brett Stewart, like so fucking done, brought like a bunch of guys, I know, cocktails at the pub. Oh. And he didn't know them well at all. And then it was just like, so what, what's on for tonight, boys? What are we hitting? <laughs> oh. And they're like, I think we're going to just chill with our crew. And he's like, oh, we could have a big one. And it's like... Oh, Man, my God. Ten years ago, this would have been pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm not really Is that, that dude like 50 now? He'd um, be 40-something. Yeah, he'd be. He's in Late his 40s, right? I think mid. He's, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. He's not Care looking to place great. a dollar bet on it? No. Fuck. 
um, loves a pun. The stakes aren't that high on the pod. <laughs> One dollar, man. <laughs> My God. You know this is being recorded. <laughs> You're right. I understand. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's crazy. Fucking what an expensive way to make friends. Around a cocktails for eight people. Oh well, yeah, well I could good. do that once in my life and then I'd have to move <laughs> home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I think most I would put so much money on him not having that much money. Yeah. Like he's just constantly in the gaming sections in Manly wearing thongs, just having a solo punt. Oof. Oh, I thought you meant like EB games for a second. I'm like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Tears of the Kingdom drop. He's in there. <laughs> Rugby League players love that as well. They're just 14-year-olds for life. Yeah, 100%. Like, they're getting in crazy fights with their missus about like Fortnite and stuff. I do think it would be hard because people talk about how for athletes it's quite difficult. They have to retire, obviously, like in their 30s, uh, like maximum, really, if you're really lucky to let your yeah. late 30s. But then I'd imagine after that, so during the whole playing period, you're partying quite a lot if that's kind of what you like to do. You show up to most venues, people are sh- shouting you drinks, and you're a hero. You're the hero. Then I feel like after you retire, that still goes for like a few years because yeah, yeah. everyone kind of recognizes you still. Around that time, I think. During this period, I think you're paying for a lot of drinks as well. There's kind of an assumption that you're yeah, gonna, you've like, got money exactly. And then I suppose the the keenness goes down slowly <laughs> in the early forties. Fifteen years after retirement, you're gonna wait for the old boys' luncheon. But then you've also you've got like it associated in your brain for ages. It's like if I pay for cocktails. People yeah. hang out with me and it's a fun time. Yeah, it's a good time. But then slowly people's interests go down, but you still have the muscle memory of like, no, I'll just buy it. And then mm. so it's just him going up and buying cocktails. For, for some young boys. He doesn't even know and being like, well, I'm just doing this again. It's like <laughs> oh. guys that take girls home and just do what they did to the last girl, to the, the girl, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have that many speeds, I don't think. <laughs> I think a lot of them don't, yeah. I suppose that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. First and second year, huh? You need it. That's why he needs an earpiece. Yeah. (laughs) The best ones that deal with it the best are the ones that just get on site immediately. Yeah. Start laying brick. It is the the spiritual home of the retired NRL player. It's great for the men. Yeah. I saw Todd Carney give an interview um, Mm. that I read once and he was just like, oh, you know, I'm a concreter and I'm much happier. Mm. Like all the money and the pissing in my mouth and shit. Yeah. You, you know, kind of have to say that, though, don't you? You can't be like, I wish I was back there <laughs> on 450000 yeah. a year. I yeah. saw him on the weekend pouring concrete into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's addicted to it. <laughs> Some blokes never remind, remind you of anyone? <laughs> <laughs> right. How brave of him, though, to get on site after that. Mm. Like, I mean, chat- he'd be a hero. I guess, but there'd be some chat as well. Oh, yeah. Like every smoker, you'd be like, what are you having, mate? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lunchables? Blow <laughs> your money again. Did you watch Reputation Rehab, which, which you did, the ABC show, where they get people who'd kind of had um, tarnished reputations and, like, uh, helped them uh, re- rehabilitate those reputations? He said, the thing that stuck with me from his interview on it is that he said, like, he has trouble, I shouldn't laugh, but any time he's in public, he doesn't want to go to the bathrooms. <laughs> Because in there, it's... Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And you imagine being half cut, you walk in and Todd Carney's at the urinal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't know you knew how to use one of these. Like, you could be the funniest guy and you would be hard-pressed to say something to him that hasn't already been said, you know? Yeah. Fuck. For our international listeners, this was an NRL mm. player famously got caught pissing in his own mouth. Well, but th- this is the other thing he said. He said it was a gag and it was like a, a, a trick of the trick of the camera. Mm. But it wasn't actually going into his mouth. There was a famous photo that was circulated which looked as if he was pissing into his own mouth. But I think he was pissing diagonally like, away. It. Yeah, 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 like his mouth was closer to the camera than the, the stream of urine. And it was just a bit of a funny bit. But it is funnier it. to lose your whole career for not even doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like for having a bad aim. I don't think he lost his career because of this. I think it was the drink driving. But yeah, um, there were some other things that he did. But I suppose lost the reputation. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Because he, he went over to he, – he was playing Super League for a bit, wasn't he? Super League? Like it, he was yeah, playing like English, English footy. Yeah. Oh, is that what they called over there? Another pit for our scoundrels. That's like the Darwin of NRL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Away with ye. 
Yeah, when an NRL player is just rooted like 2,000 people, we just send them to England and be like, go, go, <laughs> run around Europe. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's like reverse colonialism. Yeah, we send the bad eggs send back. Send it back. Mm. How do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're your problem. Yeah. Now Andrew Johns is in your nightclub. It's like how cows have three stomachs. It's like a, a criminal to criminal person. They put all the criminals in one and then we decide who our criminals are and then we send them to another place and it's like keeps going and eventually we're going to get the toughest guy that we've ever seen. Yeah. Gestates, yeah. comes out. <laughs> Oh man, so good to have you back uh, in the in this big studio, TC. Mm. It's been a while. You're a fan favorite. Everyone loves you. It oh. has been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. I think the last one that you did in the studio, I was on Zoom and I had COVID. That's true. And, and we I'm, had our shirts off. I remember it becoming. Um, I, th- I think I uh, did not take my shirt off. Um, I remember yeah. there being peer pressure to do so and <laughs> me resisting. <laughs> also remember the dynamic emerging that everyone made fun of you because you were on a screen and everyone yeah. else is in the room, and which is always the way. Enjoying that dynamic. Yeah. And also, I had COVID, so I was at a weakness at that point. <laughs> so you've still got excuses I didn't realise. Your... I, th- I thought it was just really hot in Brisbane. <laughs> I had quite the fever. Oh, you, <laughs> you didn't even know at the time. I remember you saying how hot it was. Yeah. Oh, I mean, right. it's because yeah. it's always hot in Brisbane. It was over Christmas. And then I woke up the next day and I was like, I'm pretty hungover today. Did a test and I was like, Mum, stop coming in my room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very sick. I'd love to get that footage of you with COVID just cracking a beer during the podcast. I, I actually did. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. I was only sick for a day. Like, it, it didn't last too long, but. So strong, our Cameron. That was, um, no, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was more saying pandemic kind of stuff, but. Yes. Yeah, yeah I'll take the strong thing. Well, Jared's been texting me um, vaccine theories recently. I have, yeah. <laughs> nice. It's pretty funny. And I've been um, responding, being like, oh, yeah, no way. I suppose, <laughs> I suppose neither of us really have the ability to kind of parse any of this information, not having expertise in the area. But, uh, well, anyway. let me do my own research, idiot, okay? Yeah. Look into it. It's just a red-faced man <laughs> screaming at the camera about <laughs> something he's read. Yeah. Yeah. Jared's like, like, see? He's, he's, there's studies. He's sending me PDFs. I'm like, I'm not reading that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he opened it's like one of 137 yeah. pages. Like, well, I read it. I'm like, well, good for you. <laughs> I've outsourced this. I feel like as a society, we've already outsourced this. Yeah. Why are you trying to... Cut, dude. They get all the microplastics into his water. His dick won't work. <laughs> fucking aliens <laughs> are land. Take your brain, you fucking moron. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny because I was, I, was, I was on one um, last week about, about the mercury and the vaccines that they give to kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just going like all the way down the tunnel on that one and then I was, I was at the gym with Tom and I was like do you want to go tomorrow and he goes no I, think I'm okay. <laughs> I was like should have mentioned it should have mentioned it should have keep this to your diary my, ma- my mate's hardcore into it or whatever um, like I met that guy was he at the power bomb and he's like fucking oh what? no that guy obviously isn't vaccinated but that's a different guy there's <laughs> not anywhere close Amongst my unvaccinated friends, he's nothing. Um, <laughs> the more, the more, the less vaccinated. Yeah. Um, he'll send you videos of just a man in cans with a whiteboard, just being. Like, I'm like, <laughs> it's not on YouTube. It's on something that's like past Daily Motion. I'm like, I'm not watching this, mate. This is so boring. You don't watch Rumble? I can't. I can't do it. But then he, um, there was some like anti-COVID Zoom meeting or whatever he was a part of. Oh yeah. And um, the boys got on and it's like the funniest screenshots of my life. It was like you just go through all the faces and it's like three incredibly high white dudes <laughs> that are my friends and then every single other person's just a Middle Eastern man with a big beard. <laughs> That's it. That's the only <laughs> – we were the only white people amongst 250 people. <laughs> Mate, the Lebanese, they can smell something. Yes, I know. They've got a bit of a problem with authority, I've noticed. <laughs> well, have you heard the theory about um, like develop- developing economies and how that can – I suppose, link to how much trust you have in the government. So if you're from a rich country, like Australia's a rich country, people generally, like the trust in the government's relatively high because we're doing pretty well. Mm. In um, very impoverished countries, there's kind of like people just do their own thing. So there's not really a relationship with the government really yeah, because like the government's not doing much for them. It's not part of their day-to-day. But people in kind of like middle uh, tier, I suppose, developing nations, there's still corruption in the government and 
the government is part of your life. So there's more scepticism, quite rightly, about the government. Mm. And it's people from those countries that are a bit more sceptical about vaccines. Rightly, rightly sceptical. (laughs) 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 What did you learn in this Zoom meeting, Rowan? Mate, I learned that you Who's can, running you, it? You can still run your concreting company even during the harshest lockdowns. <laughs> you just shut the factory door. It's all good. Mainly it was about h- how to keep your concreting company going. <laughs> 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 That's funny. There's a few guys that came to our live show and they, they were saying that they, they were in Melbourne for like one of the big lockdowns and they did something similar, just shut the doors, mm. piss up fucking after work. Just I was talking to a bloke in Melbourne and he was, I think at the time, maybe still a drug dealer and he's like, if you just drive around with a ladder on the roof, no one's stopping you. <laughs> yeah. You don't stop a bloke with a ladder Man, on the roof, t- he's going to work. Every time I bought a bag in Sydney, it's been in a ute, like a, a guy in a Hilux is always yeah, sure. right. And I asked one of them about that once and that's what he said. He yeah. It just looks like I'm going to work. Yeah, at fucking 9.30 at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or an Uber, Uber sticker on the back as well. Yeah, I've gotten into, into some Ubers that only lasted 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> they really have thought of everything, haven't mm, they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, all my boys during COVID, we high vis up pretty hard. Mm. Just hit the beach in high vis <laughs> Just a bunch of boys with an esky and long necks in high vis being like, we're kind of working right now, guys. <laughs> I remember swimming somewhere and then someone came along and was like, you can't sit on the beach. So like you could go in the water and then out. Yeah, that was yeah. It. That was a, which is crazy. I was, we were once in the surf, like a bunch of us, and we could just see my one friend that doesn't surf and is just drinking on the beach. And then we just watched the cops walk down the beach. We just got to watch it in slow motion of him in speed dealers with beers being like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. He's waving to you. <laughs> he, he, was, he was moved along and then um, they got him drink driving like three hours later. So shouldn't have moved him on. Shouldn't have moved him on. He was in a happy ecosystem. (laughs) He left my house and was like, I didn't think, I didn't even know he was pissed. He got done drinking. He just turned his music up and just kept going. Yeah. And I'd take him over. And then um, he's like, he called me. He's like, they fucking, they, they, Stopped him, and by the time he stopped, they just pepper sprayed through the um, window. And he was like, "The fucking dogs, the fucking dogs!" And he's like, "And then, and then we go back to the station, and they say, put this um, baby soap in your eyes; it'll get the oil out." And he's like, "I put it in. Even worse, they got me again. The dogs, they got me again." <laughs> I mean, that's make it in the cops' Christmas party yeah. fucking video. <laughs> my, my mate was his lawyer, so he got to um like watch the video at the cop shop and he said he came off so well he's like on the curb just going fuck fuck <laughs> and um he's on the DSP and shit so it's like you can get off pretty easy yeah, yeah um yeah. and he's going fuck fuck and they're like mate we're gonna tell you why you did that why we why we did that we're gonna tell you why and he's like oh you're gonna tell me why are you you're gonna tell me why oh thanks so much <laughs> <laughs> mocking cops while your eyes are burning is awesome <laughs> oh, you're gonna tell me why oh. that's what I was thinking please someone get me a justification <laughs> I give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick. <laughs> oh, oh, so that's funny. It's red hot. <laughs> oh, he was living in DSP housing during that time. And one time, one of his... Um, he disability worked, support pension. Yeah, disability support that, pension. Yeah. Um, and um, he, he, was, he was so... Ch- it was shit. It was shit. And um, he woke up one morning and there was just dudes in full hazmat walking through his room, <laughs> just like with cops and stuff because someone was making meth in their room. And he's like, oh, fucking hell. What's going on? Full breaking bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's awesome. Yeah, Charles Rules. Shout out. Yeah. That's not good if your uh, first thought when you wake up is, I hope it's bees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope it's about bees. Please be bees. Please. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Good stuff. Was it, was, it, did he know if they were aware? Like, was he aware that? Oh, that they was were trying happening? to make him smoke meth all the time, so he was pretty fucking aware of the gig. Yeah, yeah, right. He was just punching massive cones, being like, "I don't want any meth, Murray. I don't want it." And they're like, "Come on, Charles." And he's like, "I'm not fucking interested, bro." He's <laughs> <laughs> a guy. I fucking love Charles. Um, during COVID, he kept coming to my house, and he's addicted to pokies. He 
play the him and his mate would play the pokey phone game that like gets no gets you no money. And I'm like, man, that's one of the wildest things. Of one of the craziest innovations of the last ten years. It's absolutely. Do nuts. you know about this? Have you seen it? You think that's one of the craziest innovations <laughs> of the last yeah. ten years? Finally, I could, <laughs> in my life, <laughs> I get to play pokies at work. It's amazing. Yeah, no. Man on the moon, <laughs> first iPhone, <laughs> pokies in the app store. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just that, like, you could wash, like, you just waste your money on a fake pokey game. I've seen people do it at lunch. They're I like, think you can get ones, though, that, like, you don't have to put money in. It's literally just a fucking, it's but like. But they all run until there's, like, It's like, of, give them a baby plastic keys. You reckon? Yeah. That's the one he's on. He d- There's no money involved. Oh, because the ones I've seen is, like, they run out of money and then they pay 10 bucks for fake two mm. grand. Oh, and then really, they just yeah. run that through the virtual pokey. Yeah. yeah. There are some that are just like a purely simulated pokies just to fucking scratch the itch. You know? What fun is that? I mean, I think it would be worse when you just put the bet up to a fucking $100 a spin and you're like, I've got to get down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got to get down there and do this I for like, real. I think it would make the hankering worse. Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. <laughs> they light up as well because you get more features in the fake stuff. So they're like, fucking feature. And you're yeah. like, it's not Look, a, I'm on a feature. I'm on a heater today. Yeah. <laughs> so I just dip my toe back in. What is so good at, like... I'm I don't, I'm in two minds about pokies because I do it every now and then and it's a bit of fun, but I don't get how like addictive it is. I suppose you'd have to be addicted to gambling, but then I'm also a you're bit addicted mindful. to sp- sports gambling. I'm not addicted every now and then against a sports gambler. I have a very <laughs> healthy relationship <laughs> with sports gambling. Play that when he loses all his money. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm mindful not to be too judgmental of people who say you know particularly with old people they're like oh they're addicted to the pokies you know they're just there every day just going boom 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 like what's the appeal? It's like if you're eighty. Like a pokey to you would blow you. Like particularly the new ones, like the big, the the, the yeah, yeah. look and the sounds. It's crazy. Like when we're eighty, it's gonna be VR. Oh, that'd be jerking me off, go- dude. Yeah, dude. It's gonna be like hooked up to your whole like matrix. Yeah, in, and it's gonna be a pokey, but it's gonna be like a, well, a that's full the, game. That's the thing with like. Have you seen that like, with the global currency coming? Good luck, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get social credit points. For playing the pokies? Oh, yeah, you got to vote for fucking Pauline here. So you want to get a suck job or something. <laughs> Hang on, so you, like, you gamble. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm three out of ten yeah. ugly. Ed says, <laughs> you're an all right. Ed says, you're an all right guy. <laughs> you, Great personality. Yeah. You are a provider. Yeah. Hunt, hunt, gamble, hunt, hunt, gamble, hunt. Gamble, gamble. Have you seen that in a, like, a, fucking talking graphs to you is mental, but, like, you would have seen it. Have you seen that graph of, like, technological innovation? like over the last like 100 years. So it was going like this mm. and then like some point, I think like 15 years ago, it starts going like this and it's just getting sharper and sharper. All right. So my dad is like looking at a fucking iPhone yeah. like, what the fuck? And, but exactly. like we'll be looking at something so mental. Yeah, someone who's 80 now, they were like what, 25 when the TV came out. Yeah. So it's yeah, like of course a pokey like. is blowing their mind. What yeah. came out, Like the iPhone came out when I was 18. But are they playing it because it's blowing their mind or are they playing it because they're like, oh, I'm I think, addicted? I think they like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they like the little firing. Of yeah, the, the ding and the, the and the sounds with the wind, with well, the... There, there's the, a reason the, they're all racially charged machines, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. King of the Nile, where's yeah. the gold? It's obviously about Make that little Mexican fella dance. <laughs> <laughs> I said to Charles, I was like, when... When the lockdown's over and you can play the real pokies, are you going to wait? Because it's local as the Hilton. And I was like, are you going to wait till some people lose money at the Hilton and then you go in and win, play, it. win the money? He's like, oh, nah, mate. They're just in there right now just waiting to be milked. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like, God. Like a farmer going down to the <laughs> cow. Oh, my just, oh. God. They're ready to burst. <laughs> he, he's off the gambling now. He's all good. Good for him. Yeah. I wouldn't talk about Charles's gambling problem if it wasn't in the past. <laughs> he's got a girlfriend. It's all great. <laughs> no, he's, that's, he's, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I took a sip of beer. No, I didn't know it was that important to keep it. <laughs> I was waiting for you to not be able to, like, now nah, fuck it, I'll say it. <laughs> It's oh, yeah, no, never. It's always... Uh, it's the most controlled man I've ever met. <laughs> I like a thing that's been firing you up recently is um, mm. the Wiggles being in popular culture I feel for like adults. It, the Wigglefication. Split, split I, know you've, I know you've spoken about that extensively on your podcast, mm. but I saw a poster the other day um, oh. when I was buying a vape. That's right. And it, I sent it to Tom and I was like, I just know this is going to fucking... 
do his head in. Get him fuming. So which one was that? That was Red? Murray, yeah. R- Murray, Red, and he was doing a kind of... He's doing a DJ set at the Sheaf. It's just oh. pathetic. You know what it reminds me of is the rugby player that I forget the name of, Brett what, Stewart. Murray? Oh, Brett Stewart. No, that you were alluding to earlier who's kind of, you know, past their prime, still trying to keep the old days alive. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's pathetic, but at least... With that one, there was maybe a, like a level of irony. I feel like it's the it's the embracing of the childlike music that really mm. pisses me off. Yeah, it kind of it represents an infantilization of our society. People are so obsessed with nostalgia, not only for stuff when they were fifteen, which is normal, but nostalgia for when you're three is yeah. like sickening. It's humiliating. It's yeah, extremely I think humiliating. A lot of them lost quite a bit of money on dodgy investments. No, that's one, and it was real estate. Oh, really? Yeah, Yellow Wiggle had to come back and fucking. Wiggle his ass back he to lost, another. He, he lost money in real estate in yeah, Australia. Yeah, in the 03 the? crash. Wow. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't in know Australia? This? This is no he lose money in the 03 cl- crash. He was doing the Wiggles for like 10 years after that. Yeah, but anyone can over-leverage himself, Tom. What's the, uh, wait, like what was the 03? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen the graph of property? It's just gone up and up and up. Yeah, but his, uh, he was like over-leveraged with McMansions in um, fucking Kellyville. Right. And then the whole... Fucking ass dropped out of it. Right, specifically that area. Yeah, yeah. And Your then Lord. it's it's like like I know a guy who had an apartment in Parramatta and he's like, can't sell it. Yes. Mm. Now he's like, I'll lose two hundred grand if I sell this. Totally. Like, apartments all. But not if you bought in two thousand. Yeah, but if you, I think there was a real, I think it was 03, There was a real estate crash, but there was just like fucking yeah, nine different development bit. companies all pumping out. It's the was same it because they were shonky development companies? I don't know if it was that. It was more like he had nine properties. And so it's like the same sort of thing now where the interest rates go up, the repayments yeah. are whatever they are. If you have all your money in something and that suddenly I your payments suppose. double. I mean, and, and look, can I say, you're using a lot of terms like interest rate. I don't really know the specifics of it. I, I think the goal of this man to put all his money into something like this when your profession is wiggling. The big, <laughs> the big red car like was still moving wiggling. around, you know? Yeah. Oh, don't fucking worry about him now. He just jumped around, did a fucking five more tours yes. of Vietnam. I thought they were like billionaires. They would be now. Yeah. But this is, because they had like years ago now. Okay. The original guys probably had like an ownership stake in that. Too. He was one of them. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, my dad used to say that that was him. Because he looked at, his name was Greg. My dad's name was Greg. And, and he, this is when I was quite Always young. wearing a skivvy. He looked a lot like him. And I, it was, it's not funny, but for years I was like, when I was five, six, I, I was, I was, Sure, he was wrong, <laughs> but I couldn't prove it. And every time we watched it, my dad would be like, "That's me." I'd be like, "Oh, you fuck!" And then we went and watched them live, and my dad didn't come. And I got home, and he's like, "Oh, big show!" That's sus as hell, dude. But it wasn't him. Have, there, you, have you since proved that it's not him? It's definitely not him. Ladies and gentlemen, it's ad time. Time to keep the lights on and uh, the mug off are selling out and there's nowhere we would rather sell out to than this venue, the Sydney Comedy Store. Ba-ba-ba-ba! this place. That's where I met you two, boys. That's where we met. I met my wife there, my good friends. I absolutely love the place. It's my hometown club. I love the Sydney Comedy Store. It's located at the Entertainment Quarter, so just get down there to the EQ, you know, Park, chill, and uh, have a great time. It's a Sydney comedy store. It rules so hard. They got a lot of international acts, local legends, fresh talent, and of course, the flagship event of the comedy store is, of course, the showcase shows that run Thursday, Friday, two shows Saturday. All tickets come with a drink included. So if you like it and you want to get down, use the code word MUGOFF at checkout for a discount on your ticket. That's MUGOFF, one word, M-U-G-G-O-F-F at checkout. M-U-G-G-O-F-F at checkout. See ya. I was so obsessed with the Wiggles that I refused to wear anything but a skivvy and track pants for my entire, like, preschool era. Really? I have a distinct... I feel like I was too old to, like, that they were... For people younger than me, when they came out, you know. Well, I don't. Even, I don't even know if it was Wiggles related, but it's just like if I wasn't wearing a skivvy, mm. I'm gonna freak out. Was it because you were ashamed of your arms? I I think I was ashamed. Oh, that of big fat neck of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Corey! Did anyone ex- fucking notice this? He's talking about when he was four. Had to get. An I would have been fatter then. <laughs> yeah, get an extension put on the skivvy. I mean, it's annoying me now. I can't imagine what it was like. More like the jiggles. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have, a, I have a memory of being four at preschool and my friend was wearing a T-shirt with a wave on it and a surfer. And I remember thinking, wave zone. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. It's how all he, about skivvies. It's all about skivvies. <laughs> and if you're not wearing a skivvy, you cry. That's how it should work. You'd probably look great in a skivvy now. I've, I've rocked a skivvy since, mate. What, and what was the verdict? The verdict was you're only allowed to do this at fancy dress. Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember when I was like in preschool, they had a day of where dressed as a Ninja Turtle or a cowboy. And I wasn't familiar with the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles was was huge, but I, I hadn't watched it for whatever reason. And unbeknownst to me. Too busy reading the train time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds racist. <laughs> what do you hate Italians? <laughs> Yeah, I never did like that they were called like Michelangelo. I was like, you wish. Yeah. What are all these vowels? You're pissing me off. You haven't contributed to art in the way. Get out of here, you green wogs. You live in the sewer. You're disgusting. Yeah. You're not high art. You're low art. You're a cartoon about turtles. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wasn't familiar with it. So I dressed as a cowboy and all the boys were the, the Ninja Turtles and all the girls were cowboys. Which is an extravag- extravagant fucking outfit for a fancy dress. What, the you turtle? Get, you need a shell, a fucking... Yeah, I mean, there was just... I had one. A lot of really? them just went, yeah. went green. They just went, they just yeah, went yeah. quite green. I mean, you could just buy it. It was just like a fucking, like a plastic thing you just put over. It wasn't mm. like a 3D shell or anything. Yeah, you're picturing like, like Movie World. They're yeah, jumping off yeah, a platform am, yeah. into the water. It's like a shirt with a t- fucking shell. Bag. Well, it's more like a plastic vest. Yeah. And it, was, it, it looked like a shell on the back. Oh, it was, just imagine my dad pissed trying to fucking like make one of those. No, no, this was like you could buy it at the shops. Yeah, he wouldn't be buying it. Yeah. 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 Grew up in a caravan, yeah. maybe. We weren't buying fucking many Ninja Turtle outfits. <laughs> I think, to be fair, Duggan would look so good with a shell. Yeah. <laughs> there might be a shell under that T-shirt right now. <laughs> There could be a shell. I wish I had one. Have you it's a, essentially a backpack. Have you considered getting a shell? I have, yeah. <laughs> I could live with really it, it. And then once you've got it, just like, you know how like, sometimes economy, they, they poke their head out? We don't like that. <laughs> yeah. we, want, we want you in that shell. Go on in the days you're getting kicked in the back. Yeah. <laughs> on my budget, I'd be I'd be living in it with someone. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I'd have a mean? couple of housemates in this shell. <laughs> There's so much room in my shell bag. Yeah. Don't worry. You're still behind on the rent? <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> and don't even get me started on how this guy would not be granted admission to the Turtle Club. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes to you, not your fucking three mates. <laughs> the only guy too turtly for the Turtle Club. I, uh, I, got, I get kicked out of my own shell for sublacing it. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, oi, oi. Well, should we get down some meat and potatoes? I mean, what an entree we've had so far. It's, we've fucking covered everything. Anthony Watmo, the Ninja Turtles, the Wiggles. It's Australia, mate. This is Australia. <laughs> this is Australian land. It's good to see. But, you know, the fans want it. We should get into it. Let's have you it. Have you been mugged off recently, Tom? You're on the telly, so I feel like there's there's a lot of fucking, a lot of these, a lot of people yapping at you. Oh, yeah. No, it's all... <laughs> Most of them from this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, let's not address the the people. <laughs> um, no, I mean, that's all... I suppose that's all mainly positive. Have I told you about me being on the, the story from the project when it went wrong? I don't think I've told that on here. No. Um, I mean, Is you, this you that, said that, telly... that Christian joke? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, no, that, I wasn't on You weren't on that ad? You wrote that, but didn't you? Yeah, yeah. no, I, I sent it to um, uh, Ruben K and I was like, oh, I think I've got a great, great yeah. idea for a gag. <laughs> Spanion's going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. It's like two very tall guys arguing. <laughs> 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 that was both of these guys are very tall. <laughs> Is Ruben K quite tall? Yeah. yeah Is big. he? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. He looks like he's a Ken doll. Mm, yeah, I saw right. him in person. He was like freaky. It's like, you don't look real. Well, it's it's called drag. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's going on with the... Yeah. So you're a bloke, but in a dress? <laughs> I mean, you're a and you're fe- not on a footy show? You're a fella, <laughs> but you're making me horny. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're like super defined cheekbones. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. crazy beautiful. It's weird. Totally. I don't like it. Jerry's body dysmorphia will just go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven forbid I get in his eye line. Take all this shit out on me. Oh. I'm actually looking pretty good right now yeah. for the right. listeners at home. That is my favourite part of the podcast so far is uh, Ron got accused of having a, a big neck and two minutes later uh, told Duggan he should be in a shell. <laughs> <laughs> 
And last year, I you all right. I'll talk to deflection. I'll talk in. It doesn't hurt me. Once it's put on you, you got to pass it on. I liked it. I think took it to be in a shell. But yeah, no, I was doing the project. This is like a year ago. And there's like a meeting um, early on where particularly the the topics where you have a bit of a chat at the desk are discussed and like you choose what those topics are and you don't want to like chat it all out in the meeting because you want to save it for when yeah, you're the filming. Last, yeah. Genuine reaction kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you want to actually have the conversation but you kind of want to make sure someone's got some shit to say. And um, I remember the story was the, the Crown, that Netflix show The Crown, yeah. were casting William and Harry because the next season was going to feature them. So they were casting someone to play both those roles. And um, there was discussion about that. I didn't really care about the royal family. Um, but someone got up a photo of, like, William and Harry when they were, like, 20. And I said, oh, they're beautiful. And that got a laugh in the room. And the people were like, what, you haven't seen them when they were this old? I'm, I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I wasn't, yeah. I'm like, they're gorgeous. And this is getting more laughs. I'm like, these are sexy boys. <laughs> and they're like, this is the chat. This is the chat. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> the chat is, I just fought on it, sure. And then we get to the time when it's on air. It's live. And, um, you know, <laughs> the news is that uh, the Crown has been uh, – they're, they're out there uh, uh, sourcing who these um, – who's going to play uh, these guys, William and Harry. And then um, I think uh, Hamish McDonald's like, Tom had never seen them when they were 20. Uh, well, he didn't say 20. It's like when they were young before. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, they're just such sexy boys. Oh, my God. They're, like bombing already. <laughs> I'm like, these are just such sexy, sexy boys. And as I'm saying this, like overlay comes up like on the screen for the TV audience and for the uh, live the audience. Children, and it's it? them when they're 12. <laughs> and 11. The guy who does the photos wasn't in the meeting. He doesn't know. He's just been told oh, like young. Women. And I'm like, yeah, they're lips. So, so, like, I just oh. I didn't know it's live and I'm worried. I didn't, I didn't know what to say. You couldn't see what they were overlay? Oh, I could see, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, 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 like, I don't have anything. I didn't want to be like, oh, I didn't know what yeah. to do. Once I you're in new. it, but you're like, yeah, I, I can turn I'm, this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I just keep going, I think it's I can It's still kind of funny to me. I, I could turn know. them into <laughs> legal adults. <laughs> <laughs> and that's getting nothing. And then it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, and then they throw to the break. And then um, Lisa Wilkinson was on. She turns to me and she was like, yeah, that was that was like you were a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from like a newsreader as well. Yeah, yeah. So to be called a pedophile by a newsreader, mm. she's like, yeah, is that a mug off? Yeah, if you, if you excuse <laughs> me, <I'll> just, like, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to excuse me, I'm going to go destroy the most recent political rape case of our time. <laughs> yeah. Mate, it's all good, Cashman. <laughs> Melbourne brings it out of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> When I'm down there, I immediately start hitting on 12-year-olds. It's tough down there. It's a sick, sick place. But the other thing I wanted to mention is I went to a, um, a doctor recently. Yeah. And this was a, a, a mug-off situation, uh, I think. I went in because I had a uh, rash on my foot, on both feet actually, itchy rash, and uh, I was diagnosed with um, athlete's foot or, or in my case. That, that, shit, that shit is so itchy. Yeah. I've had it before. As a non-athlete. To yeah, totally. <laughs> I was just 69 and athletes. I, w- I got told, what? Just, the, they had it on their ma- I don't know. <laughs> you got, I, I took a swing. Well, you just told a pedophile story. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to do a bit of that. And it's, you, Lisa, I, Lisa Wilkinson. Can dude. I say, I Dug feel like. 10 minutes in the bin. Sorry, <laughs> can I say. Just in think, your shell, cunt. <laughs> just thinking about like how it would work. I feel like the 69 sexual position is actually the one where the feet are least likely to touch. It's the one yeah. where the feet are the most irrelevant. I think, I think you're imagining a taller man 69ing. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Okay, so so it's you yeah. and I don't, It didn't mean anything. Maybe suck and fuck fluff out of their belly buttons. We're going <laughs> to cut all of this. Yeah. No, we're not. It's awesome. Uh, let's be fair. <laughs> Everyone at this table has had athlete's foot before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sucks, dude. It's so itchy. So I go in. I didn't even know what it was. Like, it was a bit weird. Anyway, I'm like to the guy, oh, can I get some cream for this? Just went to a medical center near you. Um, and like choose random doctor who's available that Elvis afternoon. doctor place? I forget. There's too many. No, I don't think so. It's, it's like the f- one like up from you and then. Oh, yeah, like, different one. Yeah. And um, so I go in. This guy's like uh, subscribes, no, prescribes me a, a cream. I'm like, great, thanks. Use it for a few months. Doesn't work. A few months? Yeah, like ages. Oh, and I was like putting it on pretty well. And it was went down a bit, but it wasn't like going away. So I'm like, okay, go back in. So this is like maybe three months ago, four months ago, like end of summer. 
Go back into the same, again, picked a random doctor, sitting in the waiting room. The same doctor guy comes out. And he's like, Tom. And I'm like, oh, hey. And I'm like, so I just happened to have the same doctor. Go in, sit down. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was you. But, um, yeah, came here a few months ago and I got um, given this cream. And, um, yeah, it hasn't really been working. So I'm just, like, here for, like, another type of cream. And he's like, he's, like, gets defensive. It's like, are you, are you a sweaty guy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not the first question I was, uh, like, thinking I'd hear. I'd be like, I think a normal amount of sweatiness. I don't know. It's like a hot day. And he's like, oh, yeah, interesting. Because when you stood up in the waiting room, I saw an enormous sweat patch on the back of your chair. <laughs> oh. So it seems like you are a bit of a sweaty guy. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's that got to do with my chair? Yeah. Like, exactly. With my feet? Stress, your honor. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know if I was being fucking diagnosed in the waiting room. Get a second opinion. You're going to get <laughs> roasted. <laughs> but then it was probably the weirdest. He was just really defensive. I, I was proud of myself. I said, I think we should be focused on the solution, not blaming the patient. Mm. <laughs> so I was nice. proud of myself that I said that. Yeah. But then... Then he was kind of like, it was like argumentative for a while. And um, he'd seen me t- twice before as well. He did like, anyway, you don't need to know what else he did. Yeah. But um, he was like a bit rushed the first time too. But this time, bit of an argument it starts. And then for some reason, he because he noted down that I was a comedian from last time because one of the things I needed was linked to my job. And then he goes, oh, so you comedian? Like he read the my... What, what was he diagnosing Nose. you for? Sticky feet? But... <laughs> <laughs> Not far off. <laughs> right of the lot. Itchy feet. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've, I've come here. I need some drugs. I'm too yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop getting the livestock. <laughs> uh, I've, I've got to prescribe you uh, three Duggan pills. <laughs> yeah. Come that. on, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm be... fucking in the room this time. <laughs> I'll be making a vaccine out of that in no time. They don't want us to get laughs. <laughs> Fucking overlords. But then he goes, well, so where do you perform? And I'm like, oh, and this is not often what I'll say. I'm oh, like, the oh, corner this- of fuck you and none of your business? <laughs> Why? What does that matter? I don't know. I'm like, oh, you know, there's a bunch of places like the comedy store in Sydney is like the main, that's like yeah. the one um, yeah, like comedy f- club. Yeah, lay the hammer on him. Well, that's just an example of a comedy venue. And he goes, comedy store? I tra- And I won't say who. He's like, I tra- a guy who works there comes in. And um, I've seen him before in here. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, don't be telling me that. Yeah. And he's like, I've actually had quite a few people that are pretty notable. I used to work in uh, Bondi. And then he, like, goes on his, um, on his computer, <laughs> Googles, like, uh, someone who works in fashion, who I won't name. He's like, this guy used to come in depressed. <laughs> this guy's depressed. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah no worries. It's like, that yeah. doesn't narrow it down at yeah. all. Like, guess who he's talking about? And then Eastern he... suburbs are depressed. Good <laughs> luck, <Yeah>. cunt. <laughs> good luck. At, well, good not... luck working out who Tom's talking about. <laughs> the worst is like, you just know six months down the line when Taskmaster season two drops, he's going to be like, see this guy, itchy feet. (laughs) Well, this is why I'm bringing it up because I want to get ahead of it that this guy is crazy. (laughs) He did several. He Googled another, like a rich woman and said her dad has blood cancer. And is currently in um, St. Vincent's Hospital getting treated for that. She's there all Jesus day. Christ, what a I'm dog. Like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> I love a gossipy doctor. It's, well, it's scary. Then he goes, <laughs> we should get a beer sometime. Did he actually? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You could get this guy disbarred yeah. immediately. Yeah. Is, yeah, that the, is that the right word, disbarred? Oh, from being whatever, a doctor? Yeah, totally. But because he goes... We should get a beer sometime. He's like, I've got so many good stories. Imagine, <laughs> what, imagine what he say off I've the got fucking... So many good the stories. And then I'm like, oh, man, look, maybe, but, I mean, I've got time now if you wanted to tell me a story now. And then he goes, oh, right. <sighs> and then goes silent for like 30 seconds as he stares at his desk. <laughs> and goes, yeah, it's just easier for a beer to think of the stories. <laughs> Oh, I like, expected this to just, be like he opens a filing cabinet and pulls a six pack out. <laughs> so this is like after he's fucking been arguing with you yeah. about the cream he's given Dude, you. I don't know how I've turned this around. <laughs> Ten minutes ago, this guy was like, You're, You sweaty prick. You're a fucking sweaty asshole. You're, like, you're sweating up get the waiting me, bro. I can tell you the, the craziest stories you've ever heard. I'm like, Give me one. He's like, I don't know. Yeah, me and my friends were the craziest dudes. <laughs> yeah. well, then, I can goes, only think of them half cut. <laughs> then he goes like, 
okay, back to the because he kept I kept listening to him and then to signify that I wanted to continue talking about medical stuff, I would look at his computer and then he'd go, oh yeah, and then he'd talk about medical stuff. And then he was talking about medical stuff and then he goes, he gets like a a little like paperweight on his desk and he like grabs it. He was in the middle of talking about something medical, he gets that and then just pops it down in front of me. He's like, imagine that's a whiskey bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I'm like, I just figured out what race he is. <laughs> <laughs> How old is this guy? Done. Oh, done. Yeah. He's like 30, probably about my age, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. So he's, he's a very new doctor. Oh, you know, yeah, like, no, I think, yeah, newish, but, like, he's been doing it long enough to get comfortable, clearly. <laughs> but, like, yeah, not good enough to kind of build up any yeah. sort of yeah. expertise. Yeah, this guy's writing his own prescriptions, I think. <laughs> I'd say so. And so then he's like, okay, uh, yeah, well, pretend that's a whiskey. And I'm like, oh, what? And he's, and he's like, dude, me and my friend, we were at the bar, <laughs> like, earlier this year, and we went and we saw, we just found a drink, like a whiskey, no one's sitting there. No one's sitting there near it. So we just sat down near it. We looked around for five minutes. No one picked it up. So we just shared it. We just had like half each. And then that night, dude, that night, bro, we got so drunk, man. We got so drunk. And then we, let, we left the bar. We were so drunk. We were walking down the street. We were walking like on the road. We were so drunk, bro. You don't understand. We were just like, what? And then like a cab pulled up. And he's like, you guys, I can't be on the road. This is, you're too drunk. And he just drove us home for free. Wow. So, yeah, i got stories, bro. Still, <laughs> still any street signs, brother. It's so exciting. <laughs> Fucking hell. First of all, none of that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a friend, there was no drink, and a cab driver fucking drove you yeah. Go <laughs> out of your fucking mind. It sounds like he drank the wrong whiskey. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was on a date and I picked up her one by accident. She switched them while I was in the bathroom. I just like he's um <laughs> it's like Was he calling I, you bro? Oh yeah, there was a lot yeah. of bro. That's why I was adding the oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean he's Indian. Yeah. I mean that's what gave it away for me. <laughs> oh, you think Indian people I suppose Indian people do say bro. They say bro a lot. <laughs> Mate, they say bro a lot. I like it. Anyway, that, I think that's the end. Of I love the, that's that awesome. Was the end of the worst. Uh, I want to go. I'll, I'll fuck it. I'll get a beer with him. He sounds awesome. I love any successful person where I'm like, oh fuck yeah, you're not smarter than me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that we're the same amount of smart. <laughs> but he went to internet doctor school. Yeah, like you didn't you have it, India. Yeah. <laughs> you you had a dad that wasn't constantly convincing you to become a locksmith. Like it was just different. <laughs> I'm gonna um I'm gonna go in there and tell him I've got athlete's asshole. <laughs> see if he wants to get a beer with me. Oh, you're gonna have to get your tongue in there, Doc. Yeah, it, it itches, brother. <laughs> I got so many stories. He'll be like, Yeah, just um yeah, got some cream for you, mate. Off off you pop. It's a little bit off topic, but I was thinking about it when you were saying that. Mm. How often in your life could you count on two like, could you count on two hands or one hand? How many times you 69 Oh, right. Oh, so you're asking me how many times I've 69 in my life. Yeah. Is it like, would you need more than two hands? To no count? Absolutely. I feel really? like... 69 it's awesome. Dude. That's crazy. Not true. Yeah. I just... I'd, I'd, I don't need my hands to count. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm just doing it in my head. <laughs> and he had the numbers up. <laughs> oh, use your toes as well. That's okay. Yeah, you're doing it in Taking your head. Taking your shoes off to count to 20. <laughs> you're doing it in your head while you're getting ahead, mate. The exact point is 69. <laughs> no, I'm fucking... One you're one. off it. I hate you it. You don't man. like it? Yeah, I tried it once. Not for me. Not for I think me if you're either. a taller gentleman, it's a bit rough. It's a bit weird, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. It's bad. Not like, I'll me. go to growl, no problem. So any of the listeners, I mean, so for all of the listeners that were thinking, listening to this thinking, oh Hoping. my God, when has Jared gone? Let me 69 and tough luck, tough yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, if that yeah, falls through, you've got Arneel, and then I'm like, not, <laughs> not, not me not either. either. Me either. You'd have but to catch me at a pretty low moment. <laughs> Come out of retirement, 69 retirement. Better luck next time, fellas. Why, why, why was it so hard? Were you the one on top? I think I was the bottom crab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just remember fucking like it's just something you do, you know. That give it a whirl, tit fucking all this shit. But it's like a practicality. It what stinks. bit of my story kicked this off? <laughs> I don't know. The sixty nine. <laughs> sixty nine. My mind just went. Honestly, I think we should just interview Cashman about his sexual experience. 
See how awkward he really gets. Get the spreadsheet now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is why I write down the data. <laughs> so I don't have to be part of the interactions around it. I can just send you a link. I got a message this week from um, the project Sam Torn saying, have you been telling people on your podcast that I'm short? <laughs> I'm like, no, shorter than you actually are. I've just been saying you're high. But like, yeah, so what? Have I been telling the truth? I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, vaccines, tournaments, tight. <laughs> I'm exposing it all, man. Yeah. The whiteboard's up. Hey, they're going to kill me soon. Trust me. I've got too much. In, you know. Both of them need a booster. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Shout that's red hot. <laughs> Shout out to you, you little king. Love you. Only one of them's a seat. <laughs> oh, mate. I've got some media mug offs as well. Don't worry. Oh, yeah? In the Fetus hot seat. starving. So I, I was thinking about this this week, actually, because I was driving on the M2. <laughs> and I remember, mate, I was doing. You seat. know, my dad built that road for you, mate. Oh, that's good because I drive on it and I walk on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's where this story's going. Um, no. Oh, big time. I went to um, the Chippo back um, Seizures Chippo days. Yep. And I went from university and, of course, got all my university stuff. Mm. i got to go. I got a spot at the Roast Battle Night. Good sure. crowd. Mm. And I'm bombing pretty bad. Um, and I see my girlfriend at the time's cousin walk in. Oof. And I'm like, fuck. And They never catch you winning, do they? They never catch you winning. And she's also like real cool. Her boyfriend's there. I make eye contact, continue bombing. <laughs> and then I go outside. I smoke some weed and I'm like, fuck. And then I'm like, all right, I still feel horrible. And I just start pounding beers with Fletcher. Go to Sweeney's, whatever. I'm drinking. And then I'm just slaughtered and I'm waiting for a bus home with my backpack. And a bus rocks up and some like... Back when lasses were still a thing, there was just one of the last Mohicans of lasses. Mm. She's there and I threw up and she's like, get on the fucking bus. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, I'll get on the bus. And I get on a bus that's not going to my house and I'm like, oh, I'll just get off at the next stop and then. So you this- got ordered onto a bus that wasn't even your bus? Yeah. <laughs> Pull it on. Um, but to be fair, she was a pretty scary woman. Totally. Totally. She she got me. She she manhandled me onto the bus. She was like, your bus. And I was like, okay, my bus. And then I get on oh, the bus. Oh, I thought she was on the bus. No, no, no. She's like, come here. Oh, she just wants you away she, she from her. to fuck off. I she wanted it. me to fuck off, yeah. Um, and then I get on the bus and I'm like, oh, I'll just get off North Sydney somewhere, and North, like Neutral Bay. And then it just goes past and just Keeps going and I'm like talking to the bus driver. I'm like, where the fuck? I'm trying to get to fucking DY or whatever. Mm. Um, and he's like, oh, get off at the next stop and call a cab and tell them the bus stop number. And I'm like, you're a genius. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Thank you so much. And then I get off at the bus stop and the cabs, the lady, uh, the taxi line was like, I need an actual address. What are you talking about? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I'm just I mean, you've six, been outsmarted twice in 20 minutes. I've seen six, three, seven, eight, t- two, yeah. <laughs> 17. Jared's there on all fours <laughs> looking at his oh hands my. and feet. I yeah. don't think you understand. The smartest man I've ever met, a bus driver, <laughs> has told me to do this. And then I was like, fuck. So I was just walking down the M2 with a oh. backpack. What do you mean? Just you can, you can hug the side wall. <laughs> oh, my God. And make pretty decent distance. And then I just kept doing that until I found like a weird, like I jumped up and started walking up like a one of those like exit roads. Mm. And then I get up there and there's Embankment. a bunch of like uh, over like overnight construction guys and they just wig out so hard. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, a taxi driver kicked me out. You don't understand. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they um they drive me to a petrol station to get a cab and then two cabs in a row. Just like we can only accept cash, we're not taking you. Oh. I was like, this fucking city, holy shit! And then I finally get one, and I'm like, I'm headed home. And he just turns around and he goes, "Mate, my wife gave me three months to get out of the house. What do you reckon I do?" And I'm like, I just can't do this right now, mate. I really can't. Any other night, any other night, just any other night, mate. Three in the morning and I bombed six hours ago and it's still <laughs> affecting me. Like, please. 
I mean, three months is a good amount of time. You can probably rekindle the love, mate. It's like, just, i got to stay in there for my daughter. I'm like, I don't know if it's the best. I don't know if it's the best environment, mate. I don't know. If an alien could see what you just done for the last six hours and then saw you giving advice, <laughs> it would invade the planet. Yeah. <laughs> mate, I'm armed with half half a media arts degree, just being like, mate, this is what we do. This is what we do. I mean, that's beautiful, right? <laughs> you might be on the longest losing streak of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> just copping L's before lunchtime most days. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. I've got a shell you can move in. And <laughs> <laughs> his oh. fucking cab driver moving in pretty soon. Oh, guys, we might have to wrap it up. It's been an absolute fucking banger. I've loved every second of it, but I have got to go. Do your plugs, boys. <laughs> have you got a gig? Yeah. Do your plugs, boys. Um, When's your podcast coming out? Mate, I'm having big-time technical difficulties. <laughs> I'm having big-time technical difficulties. I finally got a Garbo on the podcast. He rocked up heaps drunk, then drank a Jim Beam on the fo- – and it was just – it ended up being two white guys just talking about different races. So we're, um, we're working on it. Oh, it's the mug off too. <laughs> Straight to air. <laughs> Mate, once I – on, the technical difficulty was the racism of your drunk garbage <laughs> bin guest? It wasn't racism. It was just talking about how sick – um, Tibetan and Polynesian people are. So it wasn't <laughs> racism. Okay. It wasn't racism. Fucking Tibetan no. people does a garbage man know? We took in like 12. What? Um, mate, one of the best things ever, bro, to the yard. It improved everything. Oh. Just, and I remember this one guy, this, he'd gotten fired from being in the NRL corporate somehow and was being well, a Well, don't driver. do it on our podcast. Anyway, he rocked. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I haven't I, been able to release my podcast due to some very strange things I said. Um, here are some of them. <laughs> I, I pull my truck up next to his and he goes, mate, these fucking Tanzanian cunts, fill the yard full of them. <laughs> like, to bed and mate. Um, now, nah, my, my laptop got stuck in my bike spoke. We're working on it. Okay. Um, <laughs> That sounds more likely <laughs> to ruin a podcast release <laughs> than a drunk car uh, boat. L- listen to Billy's podcast. I'm on that every week. Yeah, I'm, I'm broadcasting constantly, mate. Sure. Um, July 23rd, I'm at Newcastle Comedy with Sean doing um, a split bill there. Come around. It'll be very I love funny. that place. And yeah. um, September like 7th, 9th and 11th, I'm doing Fringe. Mm. Hour of Rowan Arneal. You couldn't miss it. There, there you go, go Why baby. would you? Why fucking would you? Go watch yeah. Rowan. Go watch Rowan. One Rowan. of my favourite acts to, to watch. Absolute king shit. TC. Okay. And Sniff. And Sniff. <laughs> watch, <laughs> Sniff, Lick. TC, you got a big, uh, big show coming out. Season 2, Taskmaster. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, God knows when that is. I have a podcast that I have been doing intermittently with Sam Taunton called mm. Good Stuff because he's in Melbourne now, but we're going to continue. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I'm going to do a show. I'm going to tape a show in September. So Hell come yeah. to that when you see that. I'll definitely be there. At no the way. store? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, nice. Fuck not, yeah. Not the 7th, 9th or 10th, hopefully. Uh, why? why? Just these are my dates, mate, for all of Sydney. No other comedy is allowed to be on those dates. Why? If you're not one of the... Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on the 10th. Um, Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry, but you know, it's, but both are available. But big weekend, laughing. Big, big weekend. Yeah. yeah. Big weekend. Do the double. Do go the to double. Tom, go to Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Just get an eighty dollar fucking <laughs> between them, or walk, or walk. Yeah, get your fucking little pig legs moving, <laughs> your listeners. <laughs> oh, beautiful, Dougie. You got anything? Nah, nah, not yet. Subscribe to the Patreon. Fucking give us that cash. We've been on a good one over there lately. Tom's a subscriber. A lot of famous people are. Mm. It's great. Uh, him, Tom's Ryan. doctor's on there. Tom's he doctor's on there. <laughs> He's talking <laughs> man He loves shit. it. We're, get, we're sinking. We're sinking pissed tonight. I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, Imagine if this was a whiskey. <laughs> he diagnosed, he diagnosed, he diagnosed me with uh, being a mad coach. <laughs> <laughs> I diagnosed him with that, not having any friends. <laughs> Uh, subscribe to the Patreon, MugOff69, Instagram, TikTok, all that good shit. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for coming in, boys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you and love you. Bye. Yes. It's me again. And I'm back.